0: You know, Connie, as you were covering the numbers, we, we go to church with a couple of guys that sell life insurance, and I was sharing one of our brand-new agents, Daniel, was out Saturday and wrote three applications. He called me on all three of them from the home, and I think uh, he's had a family emergency, so we couldn't have him on this morning. Uh, we'll probably do that uh, on our next call. But it was very interesting because I think he would agree that uh, in all three situations, there would have been no sale made. But we were able to call, or he was able to call from the home, get me on there. I was able to distill it down to a very simple process, and he wrote over $3,200 in premium on Saturday in two different homes. I was sharing that with one of our agents at uh, church on Sunday, and he looked at me like a deer in the headlights, He hasn't written $3,000 in the last quarter of the year, let alone three or four days before Christmas. He was absolutely beside himself. He's with a captive company, and that's not something they have an option with. But it really encouraged me to see the look on his face. wanted to go over with you this morning. Um, why are we having the call just before the holidays like this? Well, part of the reason is we've got a number of you that have appointments today and tomorrow. So the the process is help you be better and to remind everybody that we're here available uh, for you. But what can we do over the holidays to better prepare for 2020? And that's gonna be the theme of the call today. The first thing you can do is spend time with family, doing family predi- uh, traditions. Because the time for this, the time for doing family uh, traditions, that's priceless, and those are going to be the things that really matter. So that's that's the first agenda uh, today for us to cover. The second one is, you know, every moment we spend with family over the holidays is good, but there's also downtime during that period of time, and that's what I wanted to deal with a little bit this morning. After reminding you to spend time with family, is what can you do in the downtime? that will make you better. And uh, here's how, to, one, to make you a better person. You know, pick up a good book on persuasion skills. Uh, the book, High Trust Selling, that Dave uh, Crocker recommended me a year ago uh, is a really good book on that. It's, it's just going to make you a better person thinking about different ways to do things. Um, how can you make yourself a better agent? The book, How I Raise Myself, From Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betcher. oh my gosh, guys, that book just reduces things down to the ridiculous and makes it so simple, not easy, but it makes it simple, and it's just going to make you a better person, it's going to make you a better agent. If you have read the book, get it out, dust it off, and read it again, Um, get some sticky notes and make, you know, when you make comments in the book, have the sticky notes there on pages that really resonate with you now. Uh, if you've never read it, by all means buy it today and have it available to read. It will make a difference in your career for next year. And then the third thing is how can you make yourself a better leader? You know, Stephen Covey has a book called Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, Guys, that's a book there that really is going to help you. It's not something you read through and make changes. It's something you read over and over and over again, and you'll pick one thing out of that, work on that. When you get that mastered, go back, read some more, pick another one, and go from there. But those are three three books that will help you and make you a better person for next year. The third thing to do over the next 24 to forty hour, 48 hours is... Immerse yourself in the value of the living benefits. And each and every one of us are going to have friends and family members we encounter over the holidays. And I want to share something. I got a phone call last week when I was in Ohio from a client who's been a client of mine for over 23, 24 years. Um, I've been trying to sell him some insurance for the last 18 months. He's very healthy, extremely successful, Income, when I met him, was about 100000 a year. He's a manager now making between six and $800,000 a year. Um, you know, he wasn't in any big hurry to get the insurance. Uh, 19, uh, 18 months ago, I showed him a $1,900 a month uh, IUL because it met every need that he had. It gave him a supplemental retirement income at age 70 of $96,000 a year tax-free. Uh, He had just bought a $2.5 million house. I shouldn't say bought. He got a bargain on it for less than a million dollars. It gave him a million dollars of life coverage to pay the mortgage off so his wife could stay in the home for a long time. The tax-free retirement coupled with that, and it would have given him right now about $585,000 in cash to battle cancer or a heart attack if that should happen. Not in any big hurry. A mentor of him of his said, "You know, John, if you're spending that much money on this life insurance, 1,900 a month, you'd be better off buying a piece of commercial property." And uh, so, no sale was made. You know, we we talked about a possible term because it was a couple hundred dollars a month, but you know, the friend diminished my value as a person because it
1: looked like I was into it for the money. Well, but keep in mind that this man did buy life insurance from you several years ago. He did have a policy. And you knew because of his increased income and all of the increased value to his estate that he needed more very badly. And so you were not only an agent but a friend. Yeah, and point well made, Connie,
0: the, the only sad part of it is he only has 250000 which when he bought it was plenty. You know, he had a $250,000 mortgage, and he's got return of premium, but he has no living benefits. Well, the rest of the story is this. Last week, I got a call from him, and uh, we were at a family emergency situation, so I waited till I got home to return the call, and then I find out the rest of the story. Um, He has potentially, his blood work came back on an annual exam he had just done, and uh, it looks like he could possibly have stage four cancer because the numbers are so high. Of course, the reason for my phone call was, how much insurance can I get now without doing an exam? And uh, when I pointed out to him, none, because once he completed that exam, the reason for me sharing this story with you, I evidently was not able to convey the value of the living benefits. And I must admit, when you're in the position he was, very healthy, very successful, that kind of income, you think you're bulletproof and you can leap buildings in a single bound. But I'm sharing this story with you today because each and every one of us have people we're going to see over the holidays that really don't know, one, that living benefits exist, and two, the tremendous value of it. And um, this story points out the tremendous value to those living benefits because at the time, he could have had this thing in place. Right now, we would be filing for $585,000 of living benefits on his behalf so that he could go anywhere in the world to battle this stage four cancer in hopes that he could beat it. And who do we know? And, And take the time to think about this. I'm not real big on hammering friends and family members. I don't want any of you joining the NFL club. No friends left because you try to sell everybody some life insurance. But figure out a way how you can just do a little dropping, you know, uh, of a couple of the benefits that living benefits provide for people. You know, if it comes up, and it usually does over a holiday like this where someone in the family has a friend or a family member on the other side of the family that's battling a cancer stroke or heart attack. And when that comes up, you might just say something, boy, I hope they had living benefits. What do you mean? Well, you know, a plan that would give them 50 or 100 or $200,000 to live on the next year while they're battling their disease. What are you talking about? Oh, you you weren't aware that there's, there's plans out there now that will do that? You know, let's get together after the holidays or, you know, a couple of days, and I'll go over that with you and see if you might qualify for it. You know, you, you can always use a third-person method to introduce a first-person concept. Let me say that again. Use a third-person method to introduce a first-person concept, because if it could do it for John and Billy Jones, what could it do for you? And these are ways that we can take what we're doing without just clobbering everybody trying to sell them life insurance but just acquainting them with a new system, a new design out there. Mm-hmm. You know, So these are some things that would make a big difference. Let me ask you all something. If you had, have, had a real good friend who was a stockbroker and they knew of this new stock coming out that you could buy it for just a few dollars a share that was, was expected to go to thousands of dollars a share within the next six months. Who would you tell about it? Everybody you care about. You know, we all have the potential to have, you know, what we call, you know, financial cancer, where something bad happens and we could lose a lot, if not everything. And guys, you've got the solution to that. That's why it's important to become immersed with the living benefits, you know. For those
1: of you who are new, and there's a lot of you on here today, um, the training center has a great um, PDF, uh, for want of a better term, a matrix showing uh, the carriers that we have and what living benefits they offer. And so you can uh, check that out, uh, save it to where you could access it faster than just going on the ECLA site, and um, maybe even print it to study it uh, and have it uh, with you when you're with your clients. Thank you, Connie. One of the reasons I mentioned how I raised myself from
0: failure to success in selling by Frank Betcher is that's a book that was recommended to everybody when they first started on our team. It's also a book that we recommend that you pick it up and read through portions of it, if not all of it, at least once or twice a year because it's going to make you a better person. And how does it do that? It changes our attitude and our mindset for just about everything in life, because what it does, it makes us focus on other people's needs rather than our own. He does a marvelous job of of laying that out, of pointing out how it's going to change their life and how you can impact their people's lives. We had dinner last night with a dear friend who was a retired agent of ours back in town, and as we as we were talking last night he's such a different person today than he was 20 plus years ago when he started working on our team as a salesperson and it was just refreshing to know how we've impacted his life and he's impacted ours guys we live a life of significance in everything and every aspect that we do I want to close out this morning with why it's important You're you're going to have some downtime over the next week or 10 days. Take that time and use it wisely. Abraham Lincoln was asked one time, if you had four hours to cut down a tree, what would you do? And his comment was, if I had four hours to cut down a tree, I'm going to spend three hours sharpening my axe. He was all about being prepared, and that preparation is what we're talking about now. This is a very valuable time for you to develop you, spend time becoming better at what you do, And and know that Connie and I are going to be here and available to you. If you run into that situation with a client, uh, those of you that are working today and tomorrow and then uh, the days after Christmas, we are here to help you strategize cases. Do try to give us a little more heads up than, hey, I'm leaving in 20 minutes. But get with us and
1: then call us from the home for help. And do remember um, that 911 text is so valuable for us to see because if you call, and we don't know you're out with a client, you know, we might be in the grocery line getting ready to pay, and we don't answer. So sending a 911 text tells us you're in the home. Now, please don't send a 911 contact text if you need to be appointed with America, okay? Because that is not an emergency, okay? But for in the home, 911 is a great way to do. And um, Vic wanted me to close out um, this um, session on how to better yourself with our six P's. And for those of you who haven't heard them before, it's proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. And the reason we read the names this morning of those who had called from the home is because they were doing proper prior preparation. And we all want to prevent poor performance because doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't give the best for the client. Um, It doesn't usually result in a a paycheck or a protection. And so, oh, goodness, two more things, paychecks and protection. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm not sure I can handle that. Um, Guys, do remember um, the uh, the value of preparation. Uh, Sometimes we only get one shot most of the time. And so you do want to be... um, ready uh, to give uh, an Academy Award uh, presentation. And so we're going to close out today with the six Ps again, proper prior preparation, prevents poor performance, and we will um, uh, put this as a recording um, on the podcast so you can listen again.